Hi guys, welcome to a podcast made by me, Phoebe, and you, James. Hi. Um, so today we're going to be taking a look at uh, a city in Brazil known as Rio de Janeiro. And we're going to be going, I was going to say under the covers, but that's not right. Um, in depth, <laughs> under the facade. Under the facade, yes. The so, let's give it a whirl girl yeah so let's have a brief look at Rio de Janeiro so uh it's in southeast Brazil which is located in South America uh and it has a population of around 30 million people legally we'll get onto that later uh it's home to one of the seven new wonders of the world which is the Christ Redeemer statue obvious as you've probably heard it's quite famous and yeah yes and it holds many cardinals throughout the year very interesting. Indeed. Well, did you know that Rio de Janeiro means River of January in Portuguese? I did that. I did actually not know that. Well, there you go. And it was founded by Portuguese settlers in around 1502. It is the state capital of the state of Rio de Janeiro, which is very confusing because it means you get two completely different populations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you have the state and the city. Yeah. And also, not really to do with it. Well, it is in a sense. Uh, Rio de Janeiro is actually the capital, but then they moved it to Brasilia, which is now the capital. So they did. Yes, I don't know why they did. It was just they did it. <laughs> right. So. Um, should we start with I don't know um, tourism? I yeah. guess that's one of the main things when you think about Rio. What you think about it is awesome. Okay, so. First of all, I've got to make it very clear that it is essentially the tourist capital of Brazil with over 5 million visitors each year um, that aren't inhabitants of Brazil. These are international visitors, um, which is quite a lot. It is, when you think of it. Uh, yeah. It's... Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And here's, like, a fun fact that I found whilst doing my research. <laughs> According to Google, which isn't always the most trustworthy source... <laughs> it's not. Uh, there is... Over 30,000 hotel rooms in Rio. Oh, wow. 30,000? Yeah, That's a, a lot, lot of hotel rooms. It is. Um, and obviously, Rio oh. has always been a bit of a tourist destination, but it was certainly put on the map in 2016. It was. Due to the Olympics and the World Cup, really. Yeah, which was in uh, 2014, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. So in those pa- in the past like decade, it's certainly picked up. It has. It's kind of interested in new... Um, demographic of people coming to visit it has not just beachgoers but like sports women and men and people yeah um and yeah so it attracted a new demographic of people it just rose the amount of people visiting Rio each year mm-hmm. and obviously not only was this is that that's attractive about the city you've got like the seafront which is bursting with like entertainment and places to eat out and just impressive stretches of sandy shores which means like there could be thousands of people on a beach at once yes but definitely couldn't do that now with coronavirus so that's yeah well no (laughs) point um and then also you've got the other things like as we mentioned before or as um james mentioned before the christ redeemer statue Mm -hmm. on top of the mountains overlooking rio um and that's quite a big thing for tourists to come and visit. You take your cable mm. car up and you look down over the city because it is one of the seven new wonders of the world. Mm. It's quite interesting. It is. It's also 
pretty it's nice at night. Beautiful. It is with all the lights and the streets. It's just well, the side that you get shown is beautiful. Yeah, the side you get shown. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's move on to landscape because it is also one of the landscape. reasons why people go to Rio de Janeiro because of where it is and surrounding areas. Yes. So, the landscape of Rio is uh, not only dominated by its tall skyscrapers, as you probably see, it yes. also has towering mountains next to it. Uh, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are called the Sugarloaf Mountains. Am I right? There's the sugar Right, so there's a In mountain that? which is off the bay, on the edge of the Guanabara Bay, and oh, it's called yeah. the Sugarloaf Mountain because it resembles when you pour, like, if you were to get some sugar, mm-hmm. I believe... And you pour it, it resembles the shape that sugar takes. Ah. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's also surrounded by similar peaks. We are covered in luscious greenery, which... Luscious. I'm pretty sure are the rainforests. I'm pretty sure it's a rainforest there. I believe so, but it's not the Amazon rainforest. It's I was confused. The Amazon rainforest yeah. is in the north of Brazil. Yeah, this is a completely different rainforest. Not commonly no i don't even know the name of it really that much but yeah it's another rainforest that surrounds rio de janeiro so it gets a lot of bugs and everything and it's quite humid sometimes depending on the where when you go uh and yeah it has a great skyline uh, that actually goes on behind closed doors and this is the real life of rio de janeiro so if you'd like to start off phoebe okay so we're going to talk about favelas uh, as yes. they're called um essentially james is going to go into much more detail but i will give you they are basically illegal settlements in brazil due to in rio de janeiro due to increased overpopulation so people have had to because they can't afford to live in the main city had to build their own houses um but obviously they're not safe places to live and they're overrun by crime and drugs and yeah not so very fun yeah they're not very fun so they're called favelas in Rio de Janeiro, but they're commonly most known as slums. And you might have heard some slums in Laos. I think it's the second of largest slum in Laos. And it's basically where yeah. people move to the uh, city, but can't buy a house there because Rio de Janeiro is quite expensive. So they build their own houses out of anything they can find. And um, it's mainly corrugated tin or wood and everything. And it means that they're hygienic of it isn't the greatest and they have to be small because they only have a certain amount of materials uh and yeah it's basically people wanted to start a new life uh uh yeah start a new life find a new job but that's what they think they're gonna do but not realizing actually how hard it is to get a job in rio de janeiro so they move there not knowing this and because of this uh it means that they're illegally as phoebe said Uh Uh, So they aren't counted in the population of it, meaning that the 13 million actually increased to 17 million to 21 million people, which is quite a substantial amount of people. That's like... It is. It's mental. These feathers surround the city. So you have the main city, tourist attractions, and they're behind the hills in a sense. So you don't see them on anything so even if you're in the city you still don't see them you see a glimpse of some but not that many uh so yeah that's pretty much the basics of the favelas so the government have actually tried to help the favelas by making cable car cable cars free well 
there yeah. is a question about that, isn't there? There is, because I'm pretty sure that they've actually ridded that now. You still, you have to pay for it. The, it's yeah. that um, glass shop window effect, isn't it? The, when it the is. Olympics happened, they did all this stuff in the favelas. Yeah. And then once the Olympics were over, they were like, um, okay, bye now, and just left the favelas. To they did, go back to how they were. Yeah, and see another side, <laughs> a yeah. side subject with uh, the Olympics is that they actually had money for the Olympics and Power Olympics, but because they needed so much more money for the Olympics, they actually went into the Power Olympics budget, meaning that less money was into the Power Olympics. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I, they didn't was... happen, I don't think. Well, they happened, but they didn't I have think... anywhere for any of the athletes to stay. No, they didn't. They didn't have didn't. hotel rooms or accommodation or places where they can go or even good facilities. They just all rocked no. up to this essentially city that wasn't prepared. Yeah, basically. So uh, I actually don't think I remember watching like one or something because it wasn't that televised because they didn't want people knowing what had happened. They had so much pressure on them to get stuff. They just got money from anywhere they could just to make it look so good for the Olympics. But obviously it failed basically and they're now suffering because of that Uh, and especially with the favelas and yeah, it's just not that good, their economy system. So they're trying to, no. trying their best to sort it out, but don't know how it's really going on there. Uh, so, yeah, now let's go on to the jobs because that's what people wanted to move there for, to get jobs and more money. But seeing as they're in the favelas and they can't get jobs, it means that they're having to make jobs. So they can either do DIY stuff or they can go to the illegal way of making money, which is drugs, because it is basically they're run by drug lords because yeah. it's the only thing that can go on there, really, because you can't make good money out of anything mm. else because it just sells so cheaply. So, And this kind of leads, this leads into the next topic, which is poli- police brutality. Oh. And this is... It's immense what they do. So the government actually just sending fully armed SWAT teams was... like they would in America or something. This is kind of like a tangent, but there was a photo yeah. that I saw of the, I think they're called like the pacifist teams or something to make yeah. them seem more peaceful, but they're really not. They're like fully armed guns, guns, guns. Um, mm. They had a full on tank. They did. They actually like, they were had driving through a city. Yeah, with to a drive through them, to drive the drug lords out. But this is an effective way to get rid of them because they can always come back, obviously. But it also affects innocent people that haven't done anything wrong. They have just been so unfortunate that the drug lords have been there. They have just... It's just been demolished or that they've been accidentally shot in the way of trying to get the drug lords. It's, um, it's kids just are getting, chaotic. Kids like, shot at school doing. and stuff. Yeah, like, they have... there's pictures of schools with bullets in the wall and kids that went out at playtime and got shot. Mm, because it's that severe what is happening. And with the schools, they don't even have an education, the people there. Because no. the, it's mainly uh, rural to urban migration that happens. So there isn't much education out there, so they come to get an education. But with them in favelas, they can't get an education because there are no schools there. So they have to self-learn, which Isn't they don't the know much. It's not the best because they don't know much of it. So it means that the you education can't teach is dwindling. yourself stuff you don't know. 
Yeah, precisely. Uh, and yeah, just the favelas are a wreck, basically. They're, it's like... It's just... And this is what happens in real life. Like, you do get the people in the higher-end class of Rio de Janeiro. Uh, so, but they're the minority. It's literally, they are... I put it, are they min- the minority? No, they're not minority, no. but they're, they're not. It's like um, half and half, in a sense. Yeah, yeah 13... Yeah, it's pretty much sort of half and half, just a bit more people living in the uh, posher middle-class areas. So it shows how much people are actually living in this poverty here and having to live through what... living through these horrible conditions because they don't have any hygiene. They have sewer pipes running through where they are and they get the water contaminated and... They don't even have electricity, and if they do, they have to get it from the government's electricity. But thankfully, they did build some electricity lines there, but they still have to get a wire or something it's to get like, any electricity. Um, you can't just pretend half a city doesn't exist. You can't. No, it's, no, it's it's actually surprising how well Rio have done what they've done like, to suppress th- this. From I getting would not out. have known about this if it wasn't for research and lessons and learning about it otherwise yeah you wouldn't have a clue what's on the glossy tourist brochures is not actually the truth no because you may you may go to rio or see in the leaflets there's like this small building or something or cramped buildings and you're like wondering what that is but it doesn't tell you so you just glance over it and don't care and it's what they're trying to do you still it, I don't know if you should go there or not. You can go there, but only well, stay in the high-end area. Here's where um, tourism and real-life mix is. There have been... Yeah. This isn't me saying don't go to Rio, because obviously everywhere there's dangers and there's issues and there's problems, mm. but specifically in Rio, there have been cases of tourists getting into the wrong part of the city by accident and being caught in gang warfare and either being seriously injured or losing their life because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's just basically the most horrendous part of the city that they're trying to suppress, but also they're trying to fix, but they're trying to suppress from media, etc. Uh, and I think if actually more people knew about this and if it was released earlier, I don't think Rio would have as much tourism as it has. And I don't think people would have gone there for the Olympics or the Olympics might not even been held there because no. and the World Cup because of this and everything it's only really come up the favelas with the 2014 world cup and 2016 olympics that's the only reason why people have seen it because more tourists meaning more media meaning that they they see more of the city and everything because they actually had to demolish some favelas to get the olympics in and the world cup to build so so, so that's probably everything with the real life. Sadly, we are stuck at this side of the world and they're stuck at the other side. And it's, uh, I know we're not doing much by creating a podcast, and but it might help bring awareness to the situation in Rio. And mm. also, the thing is, is we are living a very, is it first or third world? I think it's third uh, world. We live in a first world society. They live first in a world third society. world society. And there has to be some sort of balance. So we are, we are doing what we can as students to support Rio mm. in this difficult time but not the government the people of Rio because the government has clearly had problems with supporting the fellas in the past and I don't particularly want to be associated with that with that government I want to help the yeah. people not the power yeah so best option would be to 
give to the charities and everything, but you can still go there. Doesn't yes, still have like, holidays. We're not saying there not are beautiful to go there. beaches. We're just, saying, we just want to basically make aware of what actually goes on there and just say try and stay away from those areas as most as you can and just stay in the high end class, high end class place basically. Well, uh, I guess so that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's everything. So, thank you for tuning in to our thank podcast. Thank you, guys. It's been yes. lovely having you here. Um, it Make has. sure to leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the situation in Rio. Mm. And, yeah, see, see you in the next one. See you in the next one. I will yes. leave now. Thank you okay. for having me. Yes, thank you goodbye. for joining. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.